So you can cut out all that. Yeah. Just cut out that part. Don't believe this in. Okay. <laughs> this this right. part intentionally right. left blank. That is the worst. Cut this out. You're right. cutting this out, right? <laughs> <laughs> Parker, I've seen you in like <laughs> seems like I've seen you for a month or more. Yes, that's right. <laughs> no, no, you you can talk now. You can talk. Oh, now. that was me signifying three months. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it's it, it's Matt who's not allowed to talk now. Ah, uh, uh, that was Matt. That was Matt hitting the the the, the knocking. That was Matt. Oh, that's right. He was letting us know to let him out of this small crate that I <laughs> encased him in. All, all, all you grown ass people with your plans and, uh, you know, commitments. I well, got any no of that vacations <laughs> where yeah, you leave yeah. the states. Those commitments. I, I guess it's a commitment. I mean, it's a vacation. It was. I was on vacation. What do you want me to do? You, you went down south, right? We couldn't remember where you went. North North Carolina. Oh, yeah, yeah. Was, 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 was it nice? Yeah, it was fine. You go. <laughs> Did you do anything fun and exciting down um, there? What, what, I'm trying to think what North Carolina has to offer in the way of tourist attractions. It's, oh, Outer Banks is in Oh, there. okay. So you went to Outer Banks. Yeah. And um, it was nice. I went with Jared Newswanger. Um, he listens sometimes to the show. So Does he really? Good. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, he was an avid. Uh, he was like one of the top uh, sticking in your whole thing. Well, yeah, I know. That's why I'm shocked so that he, he likes uh, us. He he carried over, you know. He like uh, sweet getting you on the podcast is returning in dividends. When there's something uh, that he's seen or that he's interested, then he checks it out. But um, yeah, um, that was good. I got him excited about magic again. So unfortunately, you'll never see those cards that he damn maybe was gonna give to you at. Some I, point. I was never gonna get them in the, in the first place, <laughs> but but now it's completely now it's, lost. Now it's gone. Yeah, <laughs> that train has sailed. Gotcha. Yep. He is uh, he is excited to get back into it because once he realized you could print cards like I do, right? Yeah, exactly. And spend zero dollars. Yeah, he that's was the like, way to. Oh. that's the way to do it, right? Wait there. a minute. <laughs> I don't, so I, I don't, wait. I can have a family and play Magic the Gathering. <laughs> I just have to pirate my own <laughs> cards, which is just smarter all around. <laughs> yeah. So. But yeah, other than that, uh, nothing too so crazy. So I'm, I'm, I'm assuming you just do, do what I do when I go on vacation. Just saw a ton of movies, right? Just a ton. I uh, no, <laughs> no, I didn't see anything. I saw Inside Out. Do we? We didn't review that. Yeah, no. we did. Oh, you yeah, did. Okay, did. me and Matt talked about it. Gotcha. I'm glad um, to see you pay. You listen to the episodes. I, I posted. I posted them. That's all I do. <laughs> um, yeah, that was good. That was a good one. I enjoyed Inside Out a lot. Patmore then just took uh, our niece to go see it yesterday, and she was saying that it was interesting because we saw it, Pam and I saw it together, and then she said it was interesting to go with her nine-year-old niece because she didn't realize how many times people fell down and dropped things and slipped on stuff right. until you go to see it with a with kid. With a kid, yeah. <laughs> I did the like, same thing. Oh, after after I saw it like by myself, right? Me and Melissa took her uh, right, nieces. Right, your your niece, right? Your nieces. Um, oh, you both of them. Yeah, we took both our nieces, and same thing. Like, oh yeah, I forgot. There's there's <laughs> chill, there's child humor in this. Yeah, yeah, so. plenty. Like 
Um, so she was laughing, but yeah, uh, Sayla liked it a lot, so that was good. It, 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 an eight-year-old liked it, plus we liked it, so I think they did their job well. <laughs> yes, yeah, that's what, that's what we thought. Uh, the only people reading online who didn't seem to like it were people with like psychology degrees. Yeah, we we actually uh, uh, while on vacation, there was a woman that one of Jared's uh Jared met this woman while they were vacationing down at this place last time. They live in Pittsburgh and their and the kids play together. So he met this other mom and they were and and she came Again, they they synced up their vacation schedule, so she was down there at the same time. Anyway, she was like, "I didn't like it," but I'm also I have my PhD in psychology. You're like, "Oh, well, that's why you didn't like." It. So if we made it for you, no one would like it. She's like, there's a there's a lot more going on than than what they lead it to believe. Right? Sure. It, yeah. Exactly. It's also a children's movie made by Pixar. Also, there aren't just things in your head in a in a little like world that they're running around. Yeah, it's just neurons. <laughs> Did you? They have just shown that. It's, it's just a, neural connections. It's a metaphor. Just light, lighting up and. <laughs> so those were the only people who didn't seem to like yeah, that movie. So. I agree. Well, hey everybody, welcome to another Critica podcast. Where each week we talk about movies, both new and on Netflix. This week's movie. Ant-Man. Ant-Man. I'm Chris Klump. With me, as always. <laughs> as sometimes. As sometimes. Parker. That's right. Well, at this point, the with me, as always, means someone's with me. I'm not doing this solo. Right. That would be the saddest podcast ever. <laughs> with me, as always. And then and then it'll be one week. It'll be week. With me, as always. Silence. Silence. Gunshot. <laughs> Dead air. <laughs> wow, that got, dark. that got a lot darker than I was going to go. Wow, Parker. Damn. All right, well, before we get into Ant-Man, let's get into some news. Yes, so new and exciting. Uh, Sony Pictures Enter- Animation is going to be making an emoji movie. <laughs> oh, I read about this today. A what, movie are we, are based we, on emojis. Are we? Are we? That is it? Is it? Has it come to this, people? Has it come to this, Hollywood? Where they're just again every time that I think we've hit the bottom, they somehow scrape one more layer of yeah. veneer off. It's like yeah, and then and then since the Lego Movie, though, I don't know what to believe. I know because I'm like, should I? Should I? Hold out hope that maybe it wows me in some unexpected yeah. way. <laughs> because, like, I remember when they announced the Lego movie, Every, I mean, we all thought it. We were like, this is going to be garbage. Right. Or at least it was going to be as good as the cutscenes in a Lego video game, which are, like, fine. And they're cute. Like, when I play a Lego video game, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, that's clever. Yeah. Like, like in the Indiana Jones uh, Lego movie, uh, Lego uh one of them, when they do Raiders of the Lost Ark, the guy sits on the thing and it burns a, a, an image into his butt. Like, uh, like <laughs> right, that, yeah. you know, like yeah. I thought it would be that kind of just silly, you know, like kid humor. Nobody thought just, it would be something that I like would get return <laughs> after return yeah, on review. That I would like happen to pop it like it would be like on like if I'm in a hotel and and like. When we were traveling, they had like HBO at the one place, and they're and they're like, I am flicking through. Oh, it's in the middle of the movie. Well, I just am sitting yep, here and finishing yep. this movie. I I I I just uh, I just banked an hour. Now yeah. I can do this. This is what I'm doing. This is what I'm doing for the rest of the uh, hour that it's on. And uh, the other weird news associated with, like I don't know, 
<laughs> I don't know how they're associated, but I feel like in my mind they are. Uh, Rob McElhenney of uh, what you call it, um, Always Sunny fame, right. Mac on Always okay. Sunny. Yeah, gotcha. Is going to be directing a Minecraft movie. Oh my god! Now I'm gonna say that like, like I mean. There's no, there was no chance they weren't going to make a Minecraft movie. Well, I know, I know. Kids it is like, love right, Minecraft. It is, it, it is in the same way that they had to make Cars two. They have to make a Minecraft movie because so much money. I, I, <laughs> I, I, I just mentioned that my wife took my niece to see a movie yesterday, and so uh, that they went to see Inside Out. Afterwards, I met up with them and we went out for lunch. And uh, my niece knows that I'm familiar with Minecraft, like, but like. She like brought it up at one point at lunch and proceeded to talk for the next four hours straight about Minecraft until we were playing it on the computer. And then she w- and then I had to, uh, it was just out of control. It was so all she mu- wanted like, to talk about. Was all just Minecraft. We were, yeah. And Pamela was like glazing over. <laughs> I can imagine because Pamela didn't give a shit about Minecraft. <laughs> She's like, what? What words are you even saying? saying I was like, oh, well, you have like she said, uh. I want to try to make a magma cube, but I can't. And I'm like, oh, maybe they, like every time I spawn one, it disappears. I said, maybe they can only exist in the nether. Well, what's the nether? And I'm like, oh, well, you basically, you build an obsidian, like rectangle four by five. And I was like, what the? <laughs> and then you take flint and steel and you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, and then it's just like, Pamela just what looks, is happening? You might as well be speaking in a completely different other, like a completely different language. Yeah. Even though you like, she, she's probably sitting there going like, I know the words they're using, but yeah, what the, they're saying makes I, no I've sense. I've heard all these words. I've heard obsidian. I know that word. That's a word I know. Uh, I've heard. I know what flint and steel is. I know. Okay. Right, what's right. happening? Nether. That's uh, like, I've, I've heard of this theory. Like, what are they talking about? <laughs> but I mean, okay, so yes, of course they have to make this movie because money, right? Um, and every kid everywhere in this country is going to go see it, absolutely, because they're all obsessed. But then with they it. tap tack a name like Rob McElhenney on it, and I'm like, now what are you now, doing? Yeah, now it's like, like now I this have might to be care good. This. I know, like, what's happening? If this was just a bunch of no name people at right. like DreamWorks or whatever, they're like, whatever, we're going to crank this out for cash. But no, when you tack a name on it, now we're like, oh crap! Right now, I, I just pay thought attention. it would be just some other, like some other, like Nickelodeon, like director, you know, whatever, yeah. who does yeah. Nick movies or whatever. And not, not, nothing against like a SpongeBob movie. I just didn't care about that cartoon. But <laughs> but that's but not for us. Yeah, it's a. But well, I mean, like I know, like that. I'm I'm aware that it's supposed to be good enough to watch as an adult the spongebob movie i just never connected with that universe or whatever right but like i i'm aware that it like that the people that do like spongebob from when they were a kid that are adults now watch that movie and loved it like because it was good enough for adults it wasn't wow. just for kids it was like very much like lego movie in that respect but i think a little bit you had to want to be in that universe right, a little right. bit, you know, a little bit different. So, like Minecraft, it might be the same thing because, like, Minecraft's not as universal as Legos. Like Legos, anybody at least identifies with, them. right? Because like, like, well, Legos goes back knows, so far; right, it's a generational like, yes. thing now. Everybody looks at a, a a minifig or whatever and is like, "I know what that is." Like, Precisely. they might not know the term minifig because <laughs> they're not nerdy enough, but they might go, "That's a Lego guy." <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, the Lego guy is what yeah, everyone exactly. else calls them. <laughs> But, you know, like, Minecraft might be similar to, like, um, 
SpongeBob in that respect that that people that know that universe are going to want to go to it. And if somebody good is making it, then it's going to be like, you know, a hit. So, uh, but I okay, <laughs> but, I'm yeah. like, I, but I don't want it to be. But I do want it. It sucks. <laughs> it's like I, I I am so tired of this. Well, what properties do we have licenses for? Let's make a movie out of it. I'm so tired of this mentality. But then they keep coming out with quality stuff. Right. I'm like, damn it! I, I guess I, I want to hate this, but yeah. I can't. Like, I guess I'm glad. Like, I guess what we're seeing, at least on a on a on some some things, is that like people that are actually cool have grown up and got to the po- to the point where they could get infiltrate this like movie business right. you know what i mean and like where like you know you talk about like when you talk about like what happened with your golden age of cinema like you know that you love so much with with the when the, the new directors started right, coming right, in and yeah. taking over like now we're seeing like these young avant-garde offbeat comedians and offbeat performers like getting big enough names that they can start like taking over like and getting put on projects that they have no business being on but then doing something cool with them you know? right exactly yeah like you get like what's his name doing godzilla you know like and it's like who, like who's yeah, before he? that he, he did monsters right yeah like, it's like, like a, just, a small independent yeah. film that and before nobody that, saw he just like was trying to make monsters like yeah. probably yeah. that's all he worked on. yeah yeah he's he, like oh i he guess tried I wanna... to make monsters he made monsters on a shoestring budget <laughs> nobody saw it except for like a few people and it got huge <laughs> and the cult and the next thing you know he's doing he's godzilla. given godzilla <laughs> he's like, like oh yeah here you go do godzilla so yeah, <laughs> that's your IMDb monsters. Yeah, a couple of commercials in, in like South America, <laughs> right, right. South American, and then Godzilla. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm 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 I, I yeah. I guess I'm in the same boat. You know, you're like I kind of wa- I kind of want to like hate on it because that's just my mo is just to like look at you know this kind of shovel like you know like well I'm, it just feels so soulless yeah. but then it actually comes out and it's like again right. lego movie should have just been a 2 hour commercial ended up being yeah. like a story about a father and son coming together <laughs> it's like right. yeah. i wasn't expecting this at all yeah yeah it's crazy i just don't I, yeah i mean it's it's awesome i i guess i guess i should be happy but <laughs> It's hard, you know. Oh no, I agree. It's uncomfortable, you know. You're just like, I don't know what to think. I don't know how to be. (laughs) So yeah, there's those two things that are happening that that we now have to not dismiss immediately. Like Uh, we've at least we've learned our lesson. After after Paddington, yep. After Lego Movie, yep. yep. (laughs) We're like, okay, and and others. (laughs) <laughs> where we swore them off before we even saw the trailer, uh, and then yeah. had to eat our words in the review. Yeah, if anything, we're just you know, we're just cautious for our own reputation. We're just <laughs> we can't keep saying bad things about things before they come out and be wrong every time. Every and we gotta time. you gotta get one thing right at once in a while. Exactly, I mean, just, you just get exactly. tired of being wrong. <laughs> so uh, this one's kind of exciting. Disney developing a live action Sword in the Stone. Oh. Now, I don't know. Are you familiar with Sword in the Stone? Oh, yeah. Okay. That was like one of the Disney movies that was a little bit off the beaten path as far as like their huge title. Right. That I was like obsessed with with as a kid. That and The Black Cauldron um, were two, two movies that I was like... I couldn't get enough of animation that like weren't huge animation titles, right, you know. Right, yeah. Uh, but 
they got uh, Brian Cogman, the writer producer of HBO's Game of Thrones, to write the script. Okay, so well, he, <laughs> right. So it's going to be really dark. There's going to be a whole it's lot gonna of be, sex. You're going to be, gonna be like, rated R, like oh, a hard Merlin, R. We like. Mer- oh, he's dead. Oh, God. Mer- Merlin's dead. You find a young girl like was sleeping with him. She right. killed him. An underage girl. Yeah. Oh, What's happening? Uh, yeah. Yeah. He's just gonna, sword in the stone. Sword in the stone. Rated R. <laughs> Rated NC-17. Viewer discretion advised. <laughs> yeah. So we'll see. I, I mean, like, it is It is definitely hard when they do the, like, make these, like, old, I mean, they've done it be- stories. They've yeah. done it before. It doesn't always I mean, work out. I mean, Maleficent was, I didn't, I didn't, uh, I didn't buy into it, but, like, from what I heard, like, Maleficent succeeded in what it tried to do and right. it wasn't like a failure right same with the the new snow white right Huntsman. i mean yeah that i saw did that okay. and that was good i i i did, you know it wasn't incredible but i wasn't like ugh. Like, right you didn't want to I walk just, out of the theater yeah yeah like i wasn't annoyed you know i just was just like i was like okay. that was that that was 90 minutes <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so i mean we'll have to see uh yeah i don't know but, but uh, the the fact that one of the writers and producers of Game of Thrones is behind it adds it some more help. some more gravitas to it. Yep, yeah. I mean, we'll so we'll have to keep our eye on that. But I I I have personal uh, uh, nostalgia stock in this just because that was one of my favorite movies as a kid. But um, you know, I, I I'm not going to be. I'm also it, it's not like one of those things where I'm going to be like, what if they like. They screw it up. Yeah, I'm not going to be that upset. (laughs) You're not going to be really pissed. But, you know. You're not going to be there opening night in costume. (laughs) Getting all pissed off. Like, they ruined it. Right. Oh, I forgot. So they had done Cinderella. They did. uh, And 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 they're working on Beauty and the Beast. Those are the other two live. And and they're all being successful. They did the Cinderella one. Yeah, I totally forgot they were doing Beauty and the Beast. And again, getting, like, pretty big names behind it. Yeah. Yeah, it is surprising. (sighs) Uh, so the other in some some slight superhero news, just because we're it's doing never, a superhero it's, it's, movie, it's, it's never ended the not. critic without superhero news. Uh, X Men Apocalypse. They released the pictures of Apocalypse. I'm not <laughs> digging and these pictures. If you haven't seen them online, go look them up. Just type in MightyMorphinPowerRangers.com, <laughs> and you will see. Pretty much. <laughs> it's what apocalypse looks it's like. It's not cool. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I wasn't sure how they're gonna do it because I mean, granted, in the comics, Apocalypse, I never thought he looked that cool to begin no, with. No. But he, he, he I mean he has a stylized look in a way. Yeah. He's very like like you know, I don't know. It was something. He's, he's something very epic like and yeah, he's very big. Yeah, right. But he just doesn't look he doesn't translate well off the page. No. Um, yeah, exactly. And, 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 and he definitely has that design. Like, because I forget exactly when Apocalypse was designed. I feel like it was the 80s, but it has that feel to it. Like, when you look at the original Apocalypse design, it has this older comic. It, it definitely doesn't feel modern. Right. Um, I'm just going to look that up quick. Just curious. I assume 80s, because that's when X-Men had gotten their huge revival. Like, they got big right. again first appearance is actually 86 yeah okay yeah 
Um, so he just has that. He just has that feel to him. Where like, because all '80s comics kind of look the same, and it yeah. just didn't. didn't I'll work. say that the, the most, the most like badass versions of Apocalypse I've seen, he looks a lot more similar to like Ultron than he does like right a person. Right. Like yeah, he doesn't look like a robotish or something, or at least like his head looks somewhat robotish, like or in, helmet-ish. When, when I was a kid, I thought he was a robot. Right, I didn't right. realize he was the first mutant. Right, like like some weird that mouth thing, you know, right. it just makes it yeah. look like some sort of weird helmet or something. Not to mention all like. <laughs> Not to mention his powers are like a child had come up with them. Like right. he can do this and he can do that yeah. and then he can do this. Like that his, his list. If you go on his Wikipedia page, it is ridiculous how much yeah. stuff he can do. <laughs> it is. It's like well, then why? Well, he's a god. Like why right. is he able to do all this yeah. stuff? But but I will say though that like I mean you know he does have a si- similar. Uh, in in a in a stylized face look to like Thanos. Yes. In that, like he has a very particular head that is like n- very. It's almost square. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Very square, but also like can't imagine it translating. But then you know Thanos worked. Yeah. yeah. Thanos like, didn't look crazy. Look, he looked. He looked pretty cool. Like I mean, the I think like the very first time. You see him in the at the end of the one movie with the Dark World or something, um, like I re- I remember thinking that like I was hoping that when he gets up like because he was very far away at first and I was like hoping that like when he gets up close it wouldn't look like uh, first Fantastic Four thing where he yeah kinda looks yep. puffy yep you know and very not puffy like, and, and yeah oh, like, like like almost like a dried apple. <laughs> Yeah, like skin something like weird, but then and then in the 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 last movie though uh, that 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 had a minute which was um, Guardians. Uh, well, no, Avengers two where he like grabs the thing and turns. And, oh, that's right. He was at the yeah. He was at the end. And, of that, Guardians and then 2. it was super close because he's like putting the glove on. Right, he's right. Do it myself, you know. And you're like, okay, and he, and he looks great. So I I don't know and. I will say though that these were like I guess pictures from the set, and it's very possible that like we're gonna CGI it up real yeah, hard, and and like it could be that they were already gonna do it. It could be that they also do it after they hear this backlash. But like most people, um, like Matt was posting some pictures that people had done on Reddit of just like digitally enhancing the photos, and all like all this one guy did was make the eyes white. Like uh, white, okay. like glowing instead right. of eyes, and it made like a a huge difference. Just I'd imagine right that would make back. a huge difference, right there. You know, and so like because you know, then he doesn't look like he's in a suit. <laughs> you know, basically, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, you don't want that's what you don't want. Because right now, like you said, he looks like an extra on the Mighty Morphin Power. Rangers. <laughs> yeah, where you, you no, he looks like um somebody had posted uh it's like the main bad guy um Ivan Ooze. That's his name. Ivan, so who the hell was Ivan Ooze? I'll show you a picture of him. This is Ivan. I've I've never seen right, but like I've, that's Ivan Ooze, and so that's what everybody's immediately thinking of. It's this. accurate. It's accurate. <laughs> Mainly because you have those eyeballs behind. Looks like clearly, like you know, makeup. And yeah, it's whatever. a ton. Of, it's just a real heavy mask. Like you can tell, it's just a yeah, rubber mask. Exactly. You know, hopefully they'll do some stuff after. You know, and we'll we'll just have to wait and see. I guess. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. No. So. uh you know, everybody's throwing around stuff about, uh, you know, Star Wars and all the spinoffs and, right. you know, whatever. 
And uh, Guillermo del Toro was at Comic-Con promoting Crimson Peak. And uh, during one of his ch- chats, uh, he you know brought up that he's certainly interested in doing something in the Star Wars universe. Ooh. And... Uh, you know, but you know he's not in any talks to do anything, right? Well, anything like that. But already, I'm already but, making the movie in my <laughs> head as to what he would do. But he does have an idea for a kick-ass spin-off solo movie. Uh, he wants to do a Jabba the Hutt gangster movie. That would be the shit. That would be the Are shit you right there. Me? Oh, I would oh love my that. Gosh. The Hutts uh, rise to power. You are- oh my god. <laughs> Make it like the Godfather or some shit oh but in God. Star like, Wars. Like, until, like before they become just a lolling about thing that's just like, ha, 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 please me because I have all the power and influence. Yeah. They had to get there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> How bad at... Oh, my God. Oh, I'm... So, again, we, I mean, we talked about this at length. I'm just going to mention it again. This is why I'm so excited that Disney has Star Wars now because all of these possibilities are open yeah, up where it's, it's like, op- it's, hey, it's, here's it's this universe. Let's play in it. And yep. that would be the shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I just... I, I, I so want to see a... Like, Especially with the- Gail... <laughs> yeah, Toro at the helm. Oh my god! <laughs> there it would be, be all strange, practical effects. Yeah, there would be a lot of strange creatures that you're like, "What aliens you've never heard of before?" And it's like, "This is <laughs> the, the budget best. would be like a billion dollars." <laughs> <laughs> There's no way they'd never make it back. But man, oh man, they'd go to like they'd release it and then they'd look like they'd look over to like JJ Abrams and be like, "Oh yeah, you're gonna need to really." <laughs> Yeah, you're basically, really it's crank like it for they're the going to be like they're going to have to talk in terms of like the all the movies put out by Disney under the Star Wars name have made a profit as a whole <laughs> but, individually. It was a little up. We had our ups and downs. <laughs> had our ups and downs. Well, we had all ups and one down as far as uh, budget <laughs> well, went, well, but <laughs> it was well received at least. It could sell. It could be like the highest. Ticket selling Star Wars ever, and it's like the least grossing as far as profit. It's like, all right, listen, we we opening weekend we made all the like all of the money in the U.S. economy. We made it all, all. and it's still like, ooh, it's going to be a hard loss. Well, we need to somehow put it, pump it back into the economy. What are we going to do? Get me Guillermo del Toro. (laughs) He will spend all of it. Spend all of it tonight. He knows how to make a movie. That's right. He knows how to spend movie mu- budget money. <laughs> Absolutely. So, yeah. So, uh, yeah. All right, moving on to our feature presentation. We saw Ant-Man. Ant-Man. Armed with a super suit with the astonishing ability to drink and drink to shrink in scale, but increase in strength, cat burglar Scott Lang must embrace his inner hero and help his mentor, Dr. Hank Pym, plan and pull off a heist that will save the world. All right, this movie stars Paul Rudd, Michael Douglas, uh, Evangeline, <laughs> Evangeline Lilly. Lilly, Evangeline Lilly, Corey Stoll. Bobby Cannavale. I Who do I like, know him from? Well, he's been in a ton of stuff. He's one of those guys. Ah, uh, okay. So I just like him. He, he always plays it like in uh, like. I mean, I'm not listening to things I know, like TV shows and stuff that he's always shows up on. But he's always just Italian guy. Yeah, so I always am, yeah. I'm happy when he shows up in something big because I'm like, good, you made it off of the television. Yeah, I'm not. I don't recognize any of Judy this Greer. Stuff. You recognize? Oh yeah, yeah. Judy Greer. Arrested Development, where she's always showing off her. Uh, boob job. Nope, never, never saw Arrested Development. Uh, uh, 
Michael Pena. Michael Pena. Anth- Anthony Mackey mm-hmm. in there, too. Everybody yeah, was going to, off. We had to have Falcon in there. We had to have a at least one Avenger. At least one Avenger. Um, so but yeah, Michael Pena, I was super excited about. Ti was you know surprisingly adequate. Uh, he didn't really do too much, but everybody like when his credits came up when like the, every because oh, I saw this movie twice uh, with two different sets of people and in two different theaters and everybody in the theater went at the same time like. That was T.I.? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll say after the fact, he wasn't like Michael Pena level that I was like a character that I fell in love with. Right, exactly. But, you know, he definitely did wasn't like, oh, this is awkward. Right, Like, yeah. this guy's super out of place. Um, and uh, who's this, the other guy that they had? Oh, the, the, the fake Russian guy. <laughs> oh, no, I was thinking Haley Atwell showed up. Peggy Carter. Oh, right, as a very, right. Very old... Peggy Carter towards the end of her time in the 1989 <clears throat> flashback. Yes. And we had Howard Stark in there, too. Yeah. Played by John Slattery of Mad Men. All-star cast. Oh, absolutely. So, all right, well, let's get into it. Parker, what would you think? What would you think of Ant-Man? Um, I liked it. Uh, I liked it a lot more than I thought I would. In term, I didn't think I was gonna dislike it, but I was definitely concerned that, like, while Hank Pym's story is important to tell for like the greater stories they're gonna tell, I was like really confused at how they were gonna pull it off, like making it interesting, because there's a lot surrounding the Hank Pym story that isn't really gr- very, I don't know, like well, yeah, people I mean, people would want to even really have on the like. Like you want to watch him. The way you worded that is very true. There's a lot of stuff surrounding Hank Pym. There's not a lot going on with Hank Pym. Right, right. Like, 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 the, I like mean, Pym like, particles are really important, and right. like his story is really important, but it's not really entertaining. Yeah, and and there's also stuff uh, associated with Hank Pym that is not very like fun summer movie for people to go see. Right, like, right. Hank like, Pym's story is dark. Yeah, there's some things where you're like, oh, jeez. Like, man, yeah, dude. he's he's not a and, nice and they guy. Don't, and they don't, like, shy away from that. I, I thought they don't, they don't give you the full extent of what, like, you might find in the comics, but right off the bat, he is very much, and then he mentions a few times in the movie, like, he... Would be the the Darren Cross, Corey played by Corey Stoll, the Darren Cross guy. Like right. he would become that. He said, "Like I saw too much of myself in you." Like that's who he knew he was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's exactly. super arrogant, super just everything focused I mean, on like <laughs> making an invention and stuff. So and not just making an invention, but keeping it entirely to himself. Like right. that's one of the things that like they yeah. really rammed him in the very beginning of the movie, where he just walks in on on. Stark and is just like, how dare you try to make remake my invention? And they said like, what's the most important discovery of the century? He's like, yeah, and that's you can't have it. It's it's (laughs) just for me. No one else can utilize this. So like, right there, you have this level of arrogance of like, only I can be trusted with this godlike power. And and to be fair, like, I mean. Probably that may well be true. May well be true, but he definitely doesn't go about it in a like very. There's nothing like, humble about it. It's no, like yeah, no, I am, thing. and he's also confused as to why no one just doesn't like nobody seems to just yeah. Well, of course, right? No, nobody goes. <laughs> right, with, he's he's almost bewildered that people are trying <laughs> right. to recreate his work. He's like, well, I got it. Yeah. Why no, would you it. need to do it? I already have it. <laughs> what yeah. if are you? 
if, are you going to make it and just give it to me? Because I already have it. I don't need it. <laughs> yeah, so, I, so that being said, like I was a little bit nervous about them doing a Hank Pym story well. I was worried it was going to like you know be like really either like very uh revisionist where like they right. just make him into this like you know kindly old man and then i'm glad then passing passing the torch to scott lang and then just leave it at that but like i mean they really i feel like they at least made a version of hank pym who was at least somewhat um you know true to the the, the hank pym from the comic book and at the same time make you not want to be like i don't want to watch this right exactly like, like i, I want to watch this i was yeah. interested but at the same time you know um i i i i loved this movie like yeah a lot um, where would you i mean like as a, as a as a signifier just this know, is my top a, five yeah okay of of marvel flicks and easily w- of the top five where would you put it um right right behind winter soldier okay but above um, like I'd put it above Age of Ultron. I'm going to be okay. honest. Yeah. All right. Um now a couple of things here like I'm not expecting everyone to have that reaction. I love I love heist movies. Yes. And I love I love shitty heist movies. Yeah. Even heist movies where I'm like this movie is admittedly not good, <laughs> but man, I am digging it because it's hitting all the right beats. They got the they got their guys with the stupid nicknames and they have the training montage and like as long as you got that I'm already like it could be it could be Ocean's Twelve and I'm still like strapped in ready to go. <laughs> um, but that being said, like this movie, me 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 and uh, me and Melissa actually had a really interesting conversation on the ride home after watching it. Uh, that like it's hard to compare. It's getting hard to compare Marvel films now because they are so different and Marvel is showing that superhero movies don't necessarily need to be in a superhero genre. Like we have we have the spy thriller with Winter Soldier, we have the space epic with Guardians. Now we have the heist film yep. with Ant-Man. Um and I thought everything worked out really well. Uh I absolutely loved Paul Rudd. Yeah, he did. He did exactly what I hoped he would do. Absolutely, um, kept it. He kept spent it light. En- yeah. He spent enough time out of the suit to do because, like, the the magic of Paul Rudd's comedy is his physical mm-hmm. appearance, like yeah. how he his mannerisms, how he delivers yeah, lines, his facial and the, expressions. Yeah, it sure. doesn't work behind a mask, right? No, um, that's why I was like worried. They always and the, and like we like we know like they like they always bypass that with iron man by being able to go inside the suit precisely they show his face with, with that a hud bunch of stuff yeah with a bunch of hud around going but around this face. suit was made back in like <laughs> yeah in, and in it's like cl- and it's the cold really war very close to his face like it is like yeah you know, it's right there there's no it's there's probably no... squishing parts of his face it yeah. would look awkward if they were somehow inside of it so like there's no there's no <laughs> there's no way they can go inside so they spent right. enough time I, I i did enjoy that they had like and and it was a smart move by the director where they had the suit was designed so he could flip a switch and the mask would open like instantly no problems yep. and i'm like good cuz that's what we need to see we need to see paul rudd's face yeah um michael douglas did an like yeah. a great job as super Hank good Pan. job yeah um <laughs> i didn't think that i would see a movie with michael douglas in it where i was like i'm afraid of this guy i'm like, i'm afraid of this guy like this guy could yeah. kick some ass if he needs to <laughs> 
yeah, and does especially, on and especially with Michael Douglas at this point, like I wouldn't have, I wouldn't be like expecting him to play like somebody like oh yeah that you'd be ter- yeah. scared. Because I mean, of. You, you think back to like like I'm trying to think what movie he was like like some of the uh, uh, some of his like eighties roles where you're like this guy's kind of dark. He can do. He can play like a sinister character. He can play a mean character. Yeah. Um, but I didn't think he could do that now. Right. I mean, like you got Wall Street. Well, yeah, well, yeah. What Wall Street you was know. the one that I was coming up with, right. like right out of the gate. Yeah. Um. Yeah, for sure. But like. <laughs> for me, the the saving grace of this film, as far as making it funny and like laughable, was Michael Pena. Oh, absolutely. He is one hundred percent. His his line deliveries when he's doing the whole like telling him how he got this information like that was so wonderful every time both both you could see the that that was definitely a spot where I was like that's Edgar Wright's like touch absolutely there was a few moments where you could see the Edgar Wright touch and that was you you know a hundred percent that was that was an Edgar Wright thing I will say that it wasn't an Edgar Wright movie by any stretch no 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 no. like they definitely like removed a lot maybe like and maybe he had only gotten to the point where he just started to push up against the Marvel like insistence that like th- it has to be like this this and this right yeah. and and he and so maybe he quit before he really put all of himself into the movie the way he does with his movies exactly yeah but but there were a few moments where you could still tell yeah this yeah is, this that's is, an and, and, right yeah. moment the, the the scene where he's where where michael Pena's character is just reliving just give me the details. and then he starts going through this thing of like well we were at a wine tasting and it was mostly reds and you and know, you know about all that reds but there was this one that saved the day it was delightful <laughs> And then, then when he's talking about this guy, he's talking about a guy who's like, like such like all gangster, and then he's like, and the two of them are gangsters, like in the art museum. Yeah, yeah. clearly they don't belong. And you know, there. it was it, it was an ex, it was a late modern expressionist. You know, I'm not down with that. <laughs> oh my God, uh, yeah, when he's like, when he's in the I bar, said, like we I was, I was with, <laughs> I was with this this crazy stupid fine girl, and I go up to the bartender, and I'm like, she's crazy stupid fine, right? He's like, yeah, she's crazy stupid fine. <laughs> And they're like in some fancy piano bar. Yeah, yeah. They're like, like this really like, high class nightclub. Like he's got like a face tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> but like just, his, his character, yeah, just all the stuff that he would do was absolutely <laughs> even those small lines were like when when he, when he brings him on board, and and um, Hope is like super pissed, and she's like, you know, he went to jail for stealing a slushy machine. He's like two 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 slushy machines. <laughs> But the like, my, like we had seen it in the in the before Jurassic World when they showed like an extended trailer or whatever. We saw the part when he first gets out of jail, right? And yeah. So we I, I, that was a little bit spoiled for me at that point, though. I was excited to see it, but that that was a great part. I mean, that was so funny when he's like, uh, my girl left me, and my mom died, <laughs> and, and my, my dad, dad got, got deported. deported. <laughs> but I got this van. Got the van. <laughs> I love. He's like, oh, you're gonna love this part of this couch. This couch is nice. <laughs> He's wonderful. Yes, absolutely yeah. wonderful. Um, so, like the 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 acting is superb. I thought the acting was really well done. Yep. The movie starts out. I will say this: a little clunky. It does have it. There, there's a lot of exposition right, right. away because right. you you're expected to kind of you have to know who Ant Man was before you even have to care about who like the 
Like, right. You, you can't have a torch passing scene if you don't know who had the torch in the beginning. Right. Yeah. That's <laughs> so why I was ve- like, when I was hearing about this movie leading up to it, and they're like, oh, they're making a Hank Pym, mo- they're making an Ant Man Hank Pym movie. And I'm like, what? And then it's like, Hank Pym is being played by Michael Douglas. And I'm like, okay, so wait, what? So it's old Hank. And then, and then it's like, oh, Scott Lang's it's Scott coming Lang, in. And it's like, oh, okay. Like, but how do you tell you, that story? Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> how do you tell just that part of the story? I don't. It's like jumping into succeeded. the middle. Yeah, it's like jumping into the middle. But yeah, and they, I feel like, I feel like most, even the best, well, maybe not the best ones, like Guardians of the Galaxy, I don't know that suffered from this, but like, I feel like most Marvel movies suffer from like uh, a little bit of a clunky beginning, like just because yeah. there is always a lot of information that they need to get across to you and as quickly as possible in the most entertaining way possible. Right. So, you know, you know, when you have Thor the Dark World, they're like having to explain all like, I mean, or, you know, either Thor movie. You know, they're like having to explain all the stuff about interdimensional stuff, right. especially blah, blah, blah. when you start going into the real heavy stuff. I mean, even well, even Guardians had a, a, a little bit of a clunky beginning because you're you're world hopping. Where when 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 you do sci-fi, I mean, it, yeah, you shouldn't like, be jumping that fast. I feel like though Guardians did it good a a good job in that it had a few things that kind of kept you like excited and right. interested. Yeah, or whatever, yeah. Whereas sometimes it can just like like i feel like the only thing carrying you through in this movie was like you know paul rudd's like snarky comment or not snarky but like you know just his his comments that the comic relief that he would provide now and again was like (laughs) the only thing carrying you through and that was good but i don't know if it was like enough to not be like a little bit like okay waiting for this to be you know Yeah, yeah but like like most marvel movies any i i don't know if it's most but the last like whatever quarter or a third of the movie was just like like it, um, all smiling the entire time. Right. Yeah. Like, exactly. I mean, once like once the heist starts from that point until the end of the movie, there wasn't a moment where I wasn't like, oh my god, this is the best yeah, thing I'm ever yeah. seeing. For for me, it was like I said, like in the beginning, I'm like, okay, where are we going with this? And it's mm-hmm. it's a little clunky. And then we start seeing like his skills as a thief. And I'm like, right. right now, now I'm, yeah, I'm, I, it's starting to scratch that itch. It's starting yeah, to get that right, that right. that place I like in a heist movie. Um, but I remember I remember thinking the first time I saw, it, I did see it twice then. <laughs> uh, that I was like, oh, this beginning's a little rough. And then for me, it was the last half of just like, yeah, all right, here we go. Now, I'm, now too, I'm yeah. in. Um, yeah, just, and that fight, that the fight scenes, I I was really, really confused as to how they were going to pull it off with mm-hmm. the whole shrinking and getting big. Um, yeah, was, they they it pulled great. it off beautifully. Absolutely. Yeah, I will say, like, I I was like, uh, very like, you know, like what, like how's this going to look, and how's it, you know, and and you know, I mean, like, is it going to feel like what you would call it, like? Honey, I shrunk the kids. Right, you that's what I, mean? I was worried that about. That level of cheesiness, you know, or it's like, you know, and like everything was just so good, and like, and just like all the little details, you know, like when he's like in the bathtub, and then he's getting splashed out in the very beginning, and he like falls on the tile, like all the distance of the tub, but still like cracks the tile because like his density is so right. High. Yeah, his still density is super like high. All this like cool, like little these little details that they didn't fail to 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 throw in there. Um, that I thought were great, but yeah, and and the I I really loved how they were able. Like I I kind of knew they were going to be like they they probably would be able to pull it off, and if they didn't, then it would be like 
only it, it would only be because the movie itself failed. But right, if the movie succeeded, I knew they would also succeed in somehow making you care about ants. <laughs> Where oh you're like, God. oh ants! I will say this: at the when end Anthony of the movie, dies. Did, oh. did Melissa get upset? Okay, Melissa <laughs> cried twice during this movie. Once was the lamb. Oh yeah, the lamb. Right, which. I, w- I looked at him like, really? You didn't see that? They, they framed the shot where the lamb is like looking almost into the camera with its side eye. I'm just like, and hey, they already killed hey. a dude with the same thing. Yeah, like, like why are you suddenly surprised and upset about? Yeah, a but little it's, animal. But it's, but it's an animal, Parker. <laughs> Who knows that was what? Like some dumb suit. We don't yeah. care about. Yeah, him. exactly. Who knows what horrible things that he's a CEO, Parker. <laughs> he's probably a terrible human being. He's probably he probably has like four families. Uh, <laughs> and like. <laughs> He, you know, he, he, he probably frequents uh, prostitutes. You yeah. Know. This lamb didn't do anything wrong. No, all right. It was pure. <laughs> Very true. Um, so she cried at that. Uh, and that's what she hated. The 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 bad guy. In this. Right. Like, and I, and I was like, wow, the, it, it not succeeded. when you killed a dude. It succeeded. Exactly. <laughs> but that's but that's the way people are. Yeah. And, that, and, and I guarantee you that's why they put that scene in there. Like, okay, wh- we need the audience to truly hate this guy. Right. So like he not, has not to. Not just because he seems arrogant. You yeah. Know? Like, we need to make him, like, whatever. Yeah. So he's going to have to show no remorse for killing an animal. And just be like, <laughs> not only no remorse, but just be like, ah, oh, crap. All right. Again, just bring him on in. Get, let's go. Yeah. The, the, the end of that scene. Bring in 25C. Yeah. And you're like, he's just going to keep. 35C. <laughs> he's just going to keep going. <laughs> He's got a whole. Yeah, right. When she says, "I thought we were going to use mice," he says, "What's the difference? Who cares?" Um, so that's when Melissa really. Hated I was him. very surprised when they killed that guy though in the bathroom because they did not at all present him in any like normally in movies like this. Like if they have to have a, a like a like an offhand casualty, right? They present some information to indicate that this guy. That's getting offed. Like, don't feel too bad because maybe he's kind of a crappy dude or something. Right. Even though that's no reason to like kill someone. Like, it makes it like easier to watch. Yeah, like, exactly. Like, Not that, this guy. Was, that guy was just like. In fact, if anything, he was like a good-ish guy because he was like, you can't just do anything you want. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like he he, I mean, he, he made an his comment that like, about how, like, hey, it'd be nice if you could. But like, that's it. Like, he he still was responsible enough to be like. No, we yeah, can't. We, yeah, we can't, can't do, do this. this. Like, this and it's sounds... like, oh, well, you're dead. <laughs> <laughs> and like, I was um, like, whoa, that was yeah, that was surprisingly dark. Like, <laughs> just turned it, and then he just wipes him up. I was like, this is that's that's really up. Yeah, that's really effed up. But yeah, like, uh, but they... well, I, I also yeah, Melissa also cried when Anthony uh, bit course, it hard, Anthony. and I was like. Again, they <laughs> named the ant. You didn't think the ant was going to die. And then like, at one point it was great because when he said, they don't have names. They have, you know how many ants there are? And then later they have a callback to that when he's like going down the one vent or something. He's like, he's, he's like listing off names to go. And he's like, there's too many. He's like, I, wait, are you this or this one? Yeah, yeah exactly. Remember the names. Because um, at that point, Melissa was really digging the whole like, you know, the, you you had smaller ants that were like infantry, you had bigger ants that were like right. helicarriers coming yep. down and picking them up. She's like, "Oh, they're saving all." Of them. She whispered that to me. She's like, "They're saving all." Of them. The next scene, Anthony gets like just hit hard and dies, and she's like, "No!" <laughs> the wing. Comes she was down, so upset. Like, oh. I'm like, "You didn't see this coming." <laughs> I, I I knew that ant wasn't making it to the credit sequence. <laughs> And they did a good enough job that on the way home, Melissa goes, 
I feel really bad that we're killing all the ants in our kitchen right now. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not. I've been, I've been I've been committing genocide on that colony for months now. We have oh, we, we have man. a colony of ants that live in my uh, my kitchen um, windowsill, and I've been just going nuts. Trying, I've been caulking them in. I've been dumping poisons down there. I've been doing. Everything I can think very of. Persistent when you get an amp problem, and it's like I'm. I'm really thinking about just going into or- Orkin. Just be yeah. like, dude, get rid of just scorched fans. earth. I don't care. Yeah. I. <laughs> they will all be Something destroyed. Like, yeah, that's funny. Um, but yeah, they they did they did a great job of making you like fall in love with all the different ants. It was very great, and I love the because like. The thing is, like, even though they're ants, and even though a single one could be cute, as soon as there's a swarm, it, it can't help but make you like a little uncomfortable. Oh yeah, because it's like kind of well, gross and he terrifying. Even, and he even does he that keeps, when he sees the one little ant, and he's like, oh, "Yeah, you're right, cute." And then but I thought thousands it was great how they keep like every time it got to the point where there was probably more than like you're going to enjoy watching on a screen, then they like cut away. Like, right? Either he yeah, grew exactly. Big. You know, which was great, or he like you know freaked out in some way, um, and then they they were able to cut away because like like when they cut to the part he was covering up the the camera when when Hank Pym goes right, to the, yeah. the like it's kind of gross like a ton of human, ants human beings like do <laughs> I don't care what it is no human being likes swarms of anything no. it I does mean, when not you're walking, matter when you're walking and you just and you see that one of those like piles on a sidewalk yep. it's gross yep I, yeah they definitely did a good job of that for sure yeah falling in love with ants <laughs> on an individual basis and I, and I loved when they started towards the end when they started playing with where, when they enlarge things, yep, and string <laughs> things and stuff. Oh god, it's so awesome. <laughs> um, and let's get into the the two stingers because there was two stingers. Yes. Um, the one stinger I saw coming a mile away. Right. The yeah. first one, which is like, there's no clearly... chance that she wasn't going to do something because I mean yeah. they were, you know, she's she's a, you know, she's a good actress. She's you know interesting like like uh person you know presence on screen you know like you, yep, yep. it's not like she wasn't like a damsel in distress but she wasn't like you know like where you, you know just some archetype like she had like an interesting character yeah she had a lot of depth to her character. so yeah so, so like, clearly she was going to become yeah, uh, yeah spo- spo- spoilers she's gonna become the wasp yeah um like they're gonna they're gonna bring her into this universe as well so yeah, it's not just yeah. like the uh natalie portman character where it's just like oh i am yep. hang out with thor and then when i'm not needed i'm off doing something yeah exactly you know or uh um, and then the second stinger, which was clearly just a scene from the new Captain America movie, mm-hmm. um, but like they, they, you know, they taught they touch on the like uh, you know Stark's hands being tied and stuff, yep. which like definitely yep. sets him to be the one half of uh, or the other side of the coin as far as registration yep. and stuff yep. goes. Yeah, the whole starting of the whole civil war, and they're like trying to help Bucky. I, I wasn't sure what was going on with, with Winter Soldier. Right. Um, but that that stinger was not as cool to me because I was like, all right, whatever, I'm going to see that. It was it was right. like the trailer at the end of Captain America. It was like, yeah, like the X-Men. Tra- oh, oh, you mean that. Yeah, yeah. Where it was like, all right, well, we just got a, a trailer for right. the new <laughs> Avengers movie. Okay, whatever. Yeah. So. What, what kind of rating do, would you want to put on this? Oh boy! Uh, 
I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it. Um, even though I, I I liked it way more than this, I'm gonna give it one out of two wings drifting in the wind. As entity totally gets gets it hard. Um, I'm gonna give it. Uh, I'm gonna go real like far out and give it. Uh-oh. Uh oh. One point uh, six times ten to the negative eighth magnification out of one point <laughs> nine times ten to the. Well, I guess not negative. Ten to the. 20th magnification. Wow, Perk going deep on Goes this Goes quantum. We've gone quantum, folks. That's I right. gave it a quantum rating. Nice. All yep, right. So uh, we'll be checking out a different movie next week. We're yep. not going to watch the same movie over and over each week. We're not going to do that, folks. <laughs> We're against it. We're That's against right. podcasts where all they review is the same movie over and over for hundreds of years. Wow. Well, I don't know about hundreds. Um, no, but we are against that. Yes. Uh, so next week's movie. If that existed. <laughs> that about wraps it up for Force Matter the Critic. Uh, net, net, the next week's movie is going to be a Netflix film, so as always, watch it. Probably uh, ex- watch it like six times. Especially <laughs> this film, kids, because, oh boy, did we bite off a bit more than we could chew. Yep. Um, we are reviewing Primer. I know you never heard of it. It's, it's on, on Netflix. Netflix. Just watch it. We'll t- just give you this tagline. It is the best time travel movie, I should say, the most accurate time, most travel, accurate movie time travel movie ever movie. made. Yep. And the the budget is probably got to be like thousands of dollars, right? I mean, no, no. Um, well, you'd think that you'd think it would be hundreds of thousands. The budget was seven thousand, seven thousand U.S. dollars to make the most accurate. Yes, the most scientific. I, I would say accurate. the best, but the most accurate time travel movie ever. Here, here's the deal: a lot of people I know they they when when we tell them about the Netflix film, they sit down like the day before. No, yeah, this movie is an hour and fifteen minutes long. You will want to watch that once a day for a week <laughs> and still get ready to go, what? wait, what happened? <laughs> so, But we will right. try our best oh boy. to stumble yep. through it. Yeah. So with, with all of our lack of knowledge of quantum mechanics, <laughs> I, none of us have a, you know, a physics degree, so this should be real fun. Uh, so, all right, well, until next time, I'm Chris Klump. I'm Parker. All right, we'll see you next time.